0: Welcome to another digital engagement podcast brought to you by LivePerson. Through its LiveEngage cloud-based platform, LivePerson creates meaningful real-time customer connections that increase conversions and improve customer experience. I'm your host, John Ayer, Customer and Content Marketing Manager at LivePerson. In the following interview, Mark Hernandez-Mullins from MHM Content Source speaks with Angela Tripp, Project Manager with the Michigan Legal Help Program, about her experience with LivePerson.
1: I wonder if you would uh, give me just kind of an elevator pitch of of the the legal services. Now, now again, the the uh, website said Legal Services of South Central Michigan, and I think you gave a little bit different organization name.
2: Yeah, the project that we use Live Help for is the Michigan Legal Help Program, um, and that is a um, website for self-represented litigants in Michigan, and we also have affiliated self-help centers. So, um, the website exists to help people who have to represent themselves in simple civil legal problems. Um, We have informational articles, we have electronic forms that they can fill out using a, a really easy interview format. We have instructions telling people what to do if they want to do a specific legal matter, such as file for divorce, Or file an objection to a garnishment or things like that we also have referrals to uh, legal services organizations lawyer referral services community organizations and self-help centers okay
1: so so it sounds like the purpose is to help folks that can't afford legal representation uh, uh, when they need it and then your part of the program is sort of a self-help service and so um, I, I take it you are an attorney, and what you're doing though is you're you're kind of directing this program where there's self-help services.
2: Yes, um, I am an attorney. All of the information that we have on the website is legal information. It's not legal advice. Um, we right. have to be really careful to stay on that side of the line because, um, you know, we aren't we aren't meeting with with any of the website users. We aren't making, you know, we don't know the facts of their cases. So all we can do is give them information that they can use and apply to their facts and their situation and try to represent themselves. Got it. Um,
1: yeah, that's that's pretty pretty standard that you have to have yeah. that disclaimer in there.
2: And Got we don't it. have um, we don't have sample legal pleadings. What we have are um, interviews that people can complete and when they finish the interview, their legal documents are created for them through the interview process. So it's sort of like TurboTax if you've ever done that. You go through, you answer a bunch of questions about your situation, you make some choices, you fill in information, and at the end, um, your documents are ready for you.
1: Uh, how, how long has your particular organization, the self-help uh, service, been in existence, and what was it that, what, what were some of the factors that uh, caused somebody to feel like that was a good program to start?
2: The Michigan Legal Help website was launched on August 17th of 2012. Um, before that, there were other self-help resources in Michigan, but they were not great. There were a lot of different resources around the state. A lot of people were trying to provide information services for self-represented litigants, um, but there was a, a statewide task force was set up by the Chief Justice of the Michigan Supreme Court. Her name was Marilyn Kelly, and she set up the Solutions on Self-Help Task Force. Um, and that task force um, it had a goal of coordinating services for self-represented litigants, making a really high-quality central website access point for self-represented litigants, um, which would also include brick-and-mortar self-help centers. And the State Solutions on Self-Help Task Force uh, pulled together people from all around the state, people from courts, people from libraries, people from our state administrative office, and everyone um, worked together to really move the project along. And that's that's the that's the task force that sort of uh, gave birth to the to the website, and then my program, okay. the, Michigan, the Michigan Poverty Law Program, um, won the contract to actually create the website and create all the content that goes on the website, and that's what we've been doing. The project started in in um, 2011, and the website launched in in August of 2012.
1: So tell me a little bit about uh, where Live Person fits into this whole story. Do you have uh live chat for folks that are going through the process of building these legal forms or having these interviews, or, or how does that work?
2: Yes. We added live help to the website September of this year, and the primary function is for to, to help people who have come to the website looking for information. Sometimes people, I mean, we made the site as easy to navigate as possible, but sometimes people still have questions um, about navigating the website. Sometimes they have other questions about legal processes. We can answer some questions as long as the answer doesn't require legal advice. So unfortunately, you know, there are still a lot of questions that people ask that we can't answer because we can't give legal advice in this format. Um, but there's still a lot of ways that we can help people, both with the website and with questions about legal processes and with questions about the interview.
1: Okay, got it. So. What was it that made you think about live chat as an option for how to provide that? Well, by the way, let me ask do you also provide telephone support or is it just live chat?
2: It's just live chat. Um, We do have seven uh, self help centers around the state where people can get assistance from uh, self help center staff. But Michigan's a big state and there's only, you know, those self help centers are pretty spread out. So live help was our way to get in touch with everyone. Who not anywhere near a self-help center or who is just working on the internet from home
1: i assume you don't have a huge staff now uh you say there's seven uh self-help centers around is that the the staff of five staff those seven centers or is that a different staff that staffs the the centers
2: it's a a different staff those the self-help centers are staffed by um, people locally where the self-help centers are some of the centers are in libraries and so they're staffed by librarians some are in courthouses, and they're staffed by court folks. So the five staff are just my staff here in Ann Arbor. So did you guys
1: know about live chat as as an option for helping folks, or how, how was it you were exposed to the idea of using live chat? Did you even know that was an option for, for you at the beginning? or?
2: We have modeled many of our services, um, the website, Self-Help Center, the whole all of what we do, we've modeled it on Illinois Legal Aid Online, and they have a live help feature. And so, okay, got um, it. That, it was always part of our plans. Um, we just wanted to slowly roll everything out, and so live help didn't come online until this year. But we learned okay. about it from Illinois.
1: Got it. And did you uh, did you uh, have live person in, in mind as your vendor for that all along, or did you do a search process where you tried out some different solutions?
2: I did a a modified search process that mostly consisted of looking into what other statewide websites that had the same function as ours, what programs they used, and primarily they used LivePerson. And then I had a long talk with the folks at Illinois Legal Aid Online, talked to them about their search process, talked to them about their Level of satisfaction with live person, what services were available, and made the decision based on those factors.
1: So, l- let me just kind of get a picture about how live person, live chat is working in your organization. So you say, you mentioned limited hours. What hours are is uh, this live chat assistance available at, at the moment?
2: It is open from 11 to 3, and our model is that we are recruiting law students to staff live help. So we supervise from here in our office and we recruit law students and we train them and we give them usernames and then they sign up for one or two hour shifts in that four hour window that we have each day. And any shifts that aren't staffed by law students we handle here in-house and there's never more than two people on at once, obviously because we only have two.
1: Right, because you have two licenses. So so, But but you're able, these these Folks are able to log in remotely and it's all done through the cloud so so they can chat with folks from their their apartment or whatever just as easily as you guys can from the main office.
2: yep, that's exactly right, and that's a good selling point for law students they can be we tell them you can be in the library, you can be in the coffee shop, you can be at your house, you can be anywhere where you have internet so you you say you have a staff of five.
1: And so one or two of them might occasionally be on the chat lines uh, when law students aren't available, but what what are some of the other responsibilities that that your team has?
2: Yeah, there's a lot of content development still going on. There's a lot of content management on the website. Um, We do a lot of quality control to make sure everything, all the content is reviewed at least once a year to make sure it's accurate and up to date. The person who's in charge of live help has to recruit and train the students and then track their volunteer hours. We do have a technical guy on our team and he just makes sure the website keeps running, you know, doing all the updates and all the IT work required, as well as adding new content. We're getting ready to launch a Spanish language version of the website, so that's something that we're working on right now, working with professional translators to translate our content and getting that content posted. I do a lot of outreach um, I do a lot of coordinating with other folks around the state. Um, we work really closely with the State Court administrators Administrative Office, um, and they sort of create the court forms and court rules. We are always looking to open new self-help centers, so that's a lot more outreach, meeting with groups in different communities to try to figure out how they can get a self-help center in their, um, in their county. We're always budgeting and planning for sustainability.
1: Now, it sounds like uh, what you basically have is, is uh static uh, live chat button on your website, click to chat, and, and you're not using any proactive chat or anything where you're reaching out to folks to see if they need help or anything like that.
2: Right, right. Okay. Um, we chose that because we only want them to contact us if they need us.
1: So, so it sounds like you are... Uh, about the, you know, you're you're staffed about right. You've got the two seats, and uh, are you finding that that uh, your agents are getting busier? Or is the is the volume going up as pe- more and more people get it, become aware of this engagement option, or is it staying pretty steady? Or how's that working? You you've, you've had, had it what for four or five months now?
2: Yeah, and we didn't advertise it right away because we we didn't have any law students yet, so it was just us here in the office. I think there has been an increase, but it is also pretty steady. Um, I tried to pull the most recent numbers. Since we launched in September, we have had 1,045 chats. So it's been pretty steady. Okay.
1: Looking to the future, are you, uh, with, with your website or with your live chat program or anything, are you finding that folks are looking at your site through mobile devices, are you looking at optimizing your site for mobile or is it already optimized for mobile?
2: It is already optimized. That's something else that we rolled out in September. Yeah, we we have analytics on our site and about 35% of users visit the website on a mobile device. And that makes sense because a lot of, you know, a lot of low-income people might not have a computer, but many of them have a smartphone. And for a lot of low-income families, it's the primary way to access the Internet. So we wanted to be sure that we were that we were right on target with, with making those um, folks' experiences as good as possible. So we did optimize the site for mobile. Um... I don't know so
1: so the site is basically a responsive design so that the same site that you go to with a computer you could go to with a phone and it's optimized.
2: Exactly. Yep.
1: Okay. Okay, got it. And then uh, are you looking at possibly adding a mobile live chat option uh, to your live person deployment?
2: I yeah. I you know, I don't know what exists. Um I I talked with someone from law uh legal aid of Western New York. And they were talking about a project about mobile mobile Live help, so I'd like to learn more about that. I don't really know what the options are right now, but that is something that I would be interested in.
1: Anecdotally, do you uh, feel like you know the folks that you chatted with might not have been able to get through the process had you not had the chat option? do you do you have a sense of how many if you know maybe what percentage of your chats are folks that wouldn't have been able to get through the process otherwise.
2: I do think anecdotally that it does help a lot of people. And it's, some of it's surprising. I think it helps people understand what we can and cannot do. And okay. I think that I call that a success. You know, someone, it, sometimes, you know, people still might be disappointed because we won't give them the answers that they want. But we've helped them understand right. the limitations of the website. It, it is not legal advice, it is not a substitute for hiring an attorney. And if we can help someone understand that, and that makes them realize that they do need to get an attorney, then, you know, I think we've helped them make an important decision that self-representation is not right for them. Got um, it. Got it. I also it. think that we've helped other people... I, I do believe that we've helped people navigate to the information that they're looking for, or we've helped them um, by answering other questions that they had. I mean, sometimes people have really simple questions that just the answers are not on the website, you know, or even if we don't know the answer, like someone asked me one day when I was on there, like, if they took their papers to the clerk's office, whether they file them right there and give them their copies back or whether they mail them. And I said, you know, I don't know every clerk's office is different, but why don't you call and ask? And, you know, some people just need some kind of reassurance or direction. And I do think that that we're able to do that a lot.
1: Okay, good. So so just kind of something that just kind of makes people feel more comfortable in dealing with the with the legal system because there's somebody that knows a little bit about them that's kind of reassuring them or right. knows a little bit about
0: the system that's reassuring them.
1: Yeah. Well, very good. Well, thank you so much for your time today, Angela. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you for listening to another Digital Engagement Podcast brought to you by LivePerson. Check out other Digital Engagement Podcasts at liveperson.com forward slash podcasts. LivePerson Solutions, helping you to drive tangible business value from your digital engagements via chat, voice, and content. All delivered at the right time and through the right channel. LivePerson, connections through digital engagement.